right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, <coughs> Sean <laughs> the Irishman King. Sorry What's up, that. everybody? Sorry about that, Sean. Hey, I died on the intro. I had a little, had a little tickle in my throat <laughs> before I did. I was trying to hold off as long as I could, but it just it kept getting progressively worse, so I had to just... I like that you got the Sean part out. Then, then, then you had a pause. I mean, I figured the dramatic like if that was if I was <laughs> there was gonna be a place to pause. It was gonna be right there. You know what I mean? You remember the time where we would start over because of stuff like that? Oh, he's yeah, <laughs> all the time, bro. I feel like there was like one episode we legit started over like four or five times. Yeah. There's that one time I don't know what it was. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I don't remember what it was either. <laughs> you were just laughing. I was just there dying. Was no reason, and we kept starting over and starting. Over. That was so stupid. Yeah. Now we're just like, whatever. I feel like it's better to leave it in. Yeah, it is better to leave it in. I, I guess somebody will enjoy it, I think, yeah. maybe. If not, then... People enjoy hearing laughter. It's true. That's well, true. Bring a little enjoyment into the world. Yeah, hearing people laugh can make you laugh, you know? Yeah. They say, they say that if you're feeling sad, smiling makes you feel better. Even if you necessarily have nothing to smile about. Isn't that like the one thing you don't want to hear? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. <laughs> that is the one thing you <laughs> Can you smile? You should smile more. Shut the fuck up. If you up. smile, you'll feel better. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. I hate you <laughs> so much. Uh, just want to punch the teeth out of your face. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that, that isn't what you want to hear at all. Anyway, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm all right, man. How are things? How are things going? Anything in- exciting to report? Nah, not announce? really. Not. Nothing, nothing too, nothing too new. Again, the coldest weather ever. Yeah, dude, it's been ridiculously cold. Now, how's uh, how how's it up here in, in your fucking drafty ass? Hasn't been too bad. When oh. I worked from home on uh, what was that Monday? I had turned down my like little space heater thing. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, like these these like wraps I put over my window seem yeah. to be doing the trick. So basically, Sean just like saran wrapped. This is draft protectors, but they basically it, just look like saran wrap that you just stretch over the windows. You make it, but I bought like these are meant for this. I didn't just I know, get I, saran wrap. You're right. They they are made for this specific purpose. But I got to tell you, they look like saran wrap. They just <laughs> saran wrap with just like adhesive on it. Yeah. Cause didn't you, don't you have to use like a, a heat gun or a blow dryer? Yeah, or something? use a blow dryer like, to get the wrinkles out. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a blow dryer? I guess you would. Do you nah, blow dryer? Oh, no, okay. yeah, I never blow dry my hair. Do you blow dry your hair? No, I used to when I had long hair, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I really ever had a stage in life I dry blow dried my hair. Interesting. It has never. I remember being a young kid and my mom doing it. Mm, okay. I, even that was rare. I don't even really like when I go to the barber, and if you ever put a blow dryer in my hair, I don't like it. Why don't you like it? It gets my hair like, is it frizzy? Is that what it is? Yeah. It gets it like puffy. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I feel like I can never get it to look right after. Interesting. Why would he blow dry your hair? Do they wash your hair, the barber? Hey, your barber? Do they no, wash your hair? No, no. But he got my hair. There's been a few times. So the thing is, too, I also don't do my hair to go to the barber. Oh, okay. And so when saying. my hair is particularly long, just to get it to cooperate, he's spraying it with the bottle a whole bunch. Oh, okay. So I've had times after he's sprayed it a lot that he, he's he blow-dried. blow dries it to just kind of... You know, once, this is embarrassing. I'm going to say it online. And anyways, though, I once, not this barber, but the barber I used to go to in Mokina, the mm-hmm. one you put me on to. Yeah. Um, I showed him a picture <laughs> of Jensen Ackles' haircut. Hold on. We got we to Google it. <laughs> For you, for the people who don't know, that is one he's of the... From, uh, he's from, um, wait, hold on, no, don't tell me. He's from, uh, what's that fucking show? Supernatural? Supernatural. Yes. Yep. And there was a haircut he had in, like, the later seasons, and I was like, I feel like I could get my hair to look like this. Ah, uh, he plays, uh, Soldier Boy from, uh, The he Boys. He does also play Soldier Boy. He also has voiced, uh, Batman in one of the newer animated ones, and he voiced, uh, Jason Todd in Red Hood. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's there's our uh, was it a connection? There it is. Was it this one you were going for? Uh, eh, no. It was like a little bit longer. He has okay, okay. Uh, more like that. More Which, similar, but it wasn't that one. We're just showing more similar to that one. See what we're talking about, but if you Google it, it's like the fourth picture. If you Google Jensen Ackles, it's hey, like me, the fourth picture. Let me see. I'm sure I can find the one. There you go. Because this is this is the one you're showing. This is Soldier Boy, right? Right. Right. Okay. Right. So it wasn't because so, it was before that. Gotcha. Uh, I don't think Soldier. Yeah, the boys. That episode wasn't even out yet. Okay. So he was still in Supernatural when this was happening, or this was like afterwards. Yes. Um. See now, I just feel like it's like it's buried. It was probably more similar. I don't know which one of these. I'm sure this is incredibly entertaining for our listeners. Sorry, guys. Sean is determined to find this picture. I do Uh, feel determined. I'll stop now. Probably it wasn't this picture. It was more similar to that. Okay. I get what you're saying. Anyways, so I'm there, and I show him this picture. And the barber, this is prime time. uh, And it was the owner. His name is Manny. Good guy. Didn't judge me at all. Because I was like, like, this is going to be a little weird, man. This is what I want to look like. I want to look like this. (laughs) All right. Uh, so he does my hair, and then he pulls out a blow dryer at the end. They don't wash your hair there either. And he's blow drying it, and he's like working it, working it, working it. And by the end, I did look like it. And then he looks at me. He's like, yeah, so if you want to look like that, you'll have to do this every single time because that shit's done with a blow dryer. Oh, wow. And, and I was like, ah, I never like th- yeah, obviously I- this man's got uh, makeup people and hairstylist people for the show. And obviously I never really thought about all that. Yeah. So I never did it again. Like, I was oh, like, I'm not going to get a blow dryer to make my hair look like this. And that was the end of Sean looking like Jensen Ackles. Yep. Yep. Beautiful story. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I've done that before. I've shown up to a barber and be like, yeah, I want my hair to look like this. You know what I mean? And you show him an actor? Um, no, I just more so just like Google like the kind of haircut I'm looking for. Yeah. And then just so I feel show like it's like more embarrassing that it was an actor. I, does, I guess that does make it a little more embarrassing. Mine was just like a, just like a standard, like here's photos that other barbers have taken of their clients after they're done with their haircut. And this is what I want kind of yeah. thing. And that's how that went. Did it work well? 
Yeah, it worked. I mean, it, it was also one of those situations where, like, I didn't have the same kind of hair that that person had. Right. So I had to accept what could actually be done with my hair. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was one of those situations. But, I mean, it, yeah, I was happy with the with the result afterwards. So, yeah. Is this the same barber you go to now? No. This was uh, the barber I went to years ago. Funny enough, the one who was here in the city that I stopped going to after I moved to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How long have you been loyal to one barber right now? Um, currently, oh, I'm a whore right now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to whoever, bro. It's all about the price for me right now. I'm just, I'm just whoring about. Um, I just don't. I mean, I, is it? Is are you getting to like a? You're still going to barbers, are you? Yeah. Going, you're not going to like salons. No, 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 no. You haven't, no. you haven't fallen to to super like cuts. a super cut. Fuck no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, I am. There's nothing wrong with getting haircut on super cuts. Yeah, no, but I am black, so that doesn't work (laughs) for my people. (laughs) You don't know that? Nah, I know that. They get trained. I've seen, I've seen the super cuts results on black people. (laughs) They never, never look good. They never. To be fair, they don't look look good on a lot of white people. I mean, you're not wrong. So why would I trust them with my shit? (laughs) So no, I haven't gotten to that. You do the sports clips. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. But they got the TVs at the sports. I don't go. I have a TV. I don't <laughs> fuck about that TV. I don't even watch sports, Sean. So the appeal, there's no appeal there. You're telling me I'm going to go there. They're going to put on some. First of all, here, here's a, something you probably never thought about. But when I get my hair cut, I take my glasses off. So right. I can't see a goddamn thing anyway. <laughs> I've had barbers. So you get you get fully on surprise. You know what though? To be fair, I get surprised because my my barber turns me away from the mirror. Mm. So I don't see it till the end. But either. Do, he doesn't ever like spin you in a way where you just like get a he, glimpse. And I like, oh. uh, I get, I get a little glimpse here right. and there. But that, that's almost worse to be honest. Because yeah, yeah, they're like true. they're like oh man, you got ways to go. This is not bro. Don't leave me like this. There is <laughs> nothing more terrifying than going to a barber for the first time, taking my glasses off. <laughs> Literally not being able to see my hand in front of my face. For anybody, for people who don't know, I am that blind. Like, I probably, if I had to put it into perspective, if I take my glasses off, I couldn't read a comic book that is more than four inches away from my face. Right. I can't see it. It's all a blur. Not even like I can't read the text bubbles. I can't see the pictures. Like, it's all just blurry colors to me, right? So I can't see shit so the mirrors are always way too fucking far for me to even like have a chance at seeing what i look like but there's nothing more terrifying than sitting than like being in that chair with a new barber and feeling and it's not even my hair so much i think it's more my facial hair now because i'm just so big on my facial hair but feeling like they didn't basically line my mustache so thin that they cut it off. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes they hit it, and I'm like, bro, I, there's no way you didn't just cut my shit off. I, I know for a fucking fact that my mustache is not that thin. Like, it doesn't go that low. You just cut my shit. I'm going to look in this mirror when I'm done and barely have a mustache left, and I'm going to be so fucking upset it's so it's the most terrifying thing bro i'm just like oh this is gonna suck but 
I haven't had that bad of an experience. So that's good. So far, have you ever done a sports clips? No, no, never in life. Never. No, not not just one time. Not 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 yet. Sixteen. You don't got a you don't got a job. You're like I need somebody to no. cut this. You've never. No. I've never done. I've that. done a sports clip. My brother has done. I used that. to do. Uh, I used to do a Fantastic Sam's as a kid. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I think it's only in the suburbs of Chicago. Interesting. I could be wrong on that. Fantastic Sam's. Fantastic Sam's. Same shit though. Holy shit! I'll tell. You, I'll give you this to the sports clips. They're fast. I mean, I could believe. I it. mean, they got that. You're you're in and out. Fifteen minutes. That's My cool. barber now. I'm there for an hour. Yeah, that's how a barber's supposed to be. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. It was like. Remember, you came to me one time and you were like. Hey Nick, does your does your barber cut white guys' hair? I do remember. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, I don't know, Sha. This is a weird question. I'm not sure. I don't think it's that weird of a question. And yeah, you were like, I need a barber, bro. And I just don't. This is the thing about me and the barber. One. I got a barber for the first time living abroad. That's crazy, right? So then I came back and I was like, I can't go back to Fantastic Sam's. Yeah, no, I've already had the barber experience. Yeah, you're better than that now. You're above that. That's crazy. It was hard because when I moved out here, I was still going back to the suburbs. So much like you. Oh, for you? a while I was going back. Mm. It took me. And so I, I think I've been using the guy I go to now for about two years. Oh, okay. And to be honest, I'd follow this guy. <laughs> he, <laughs> switched, like him that much, huh? he switched locations. I'm going with him. I, see, my last barber, the one that I had when you asked me that question was the one who was here in the city. And it's not that I didn't like his work. I did like his work. But there were a couple issues I had. Number one, his work wasn't consistent, right? Like, there'd be times where I feel like I get out of his chair and I feel just so fucking crisp and just fresh. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going somewhere. I'm just going somewhere. And then there are times where I get out of his chair and I'm like, I look good, but it, it wasn't. This wasn't your best work. Yeah, right. It wasn't like last time. Last time you were in your bag. This time, <laughs> I feel like you were just fucking kind of willy-nilly about it. And his prices got too fucking high for, not for that inconsistency. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. when I was going to him originally, because he was originally five minutes from my house, and then he decided to move to the city. Okay. When I was in the suburbs, he was like five minutes away. What part of the city? Um, Pilsen. Pilsen. Okay. So. I still wouldn't be very close for us right now. No, it wouldn't be. It, it'd actually be about the same distance as if I was still living yeah. out in the suburbs. It's about 30 minutes away. So, because it's like like the edge of South Chicago, right? Right. And we live all the way up north. So when he was in the suburbs, I think I was paying him, I think he was charging like $30 for a cut. Maybe 30 It's a hair and beard. Right. 30 bucks. And how, I, how much you tip? I would always tip 10 to $15. Okay. Right? So $45 I was paying this guy. Then he moved out here and his he jacked up his prices I think by like 10 bucks. Okay. So I went from paying him $45 a cut to like $60 a cut. And I had to drive out here. Like it was and it's inconsistent. And it's inconsistent. Then out of nowhere like, I had stopped going to him for a while. I don't remember why. I think I just got tired of the drive. And I didn't go to him for a little while. Like, let me grow this out a little bit. Yeah. And then I went to look up to, like, book an appointment with him. And his prices had went up to, like, $85. And I'm like, there's no Yeah, that's too much. 85 That's 85 before the tip. $100 to cut my like, – I'm not doing it. 
that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. And there's, I mean, there's guys they're they're doing that every two weeks. Every, crazy, bro. Yeah. Cra- I'm like, there's uh, there's no way. There's no way I'm paying. How much? How much you doing now? Um. So that that's why I was saying I've been a whore, right? Because I've been <laughs> trying to find somebody who's reasonably pri- like you need somebody new but good. Exactly. And it's at a point it's at a point now, bro, where like with social media, even if you're new, they'll still charge you $50 a cut, right? Um which is not bad. 50 50 bucks is not bad to me. Like to me, I know some people who are like I'm not paying more than $25 to get my hair cut. I'm like, bro, you're insane. Like that's who who's cutting your hair I'm for twenty five dollars? My hair and my beard before tip is fifty. Okay, I I mean I think that's reasonable. I like I'm getting to and the it point started, now. It went up I, to ten dollars because it was 40. it was forty. Yeah, I mean all these barbers are increasing their prices, yeah. right? And I, part of it I feel as though is because people don't tip. Which yeah. is crazy to me because I've always tipped. That tip. I've, yeah. always tipped. I've always tipped I've, ten I've to always, fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, and I've always been a pretty good tipper, particularly the guy I'm to now. I'm, sometimes yeah. I'm doing twenty, I'm yeah. doing fifteen, twenty dollar tips. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes. But that's why I always grow my shit out because it's expensive. Yeah. So like I go real short and then I I try to go. Right. <laughs> I grow real long again and then I go back to short. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I feel like <laughs> you know what's funny with. I was watching, I saw this this uh, TikTok video of this girl. She was talking about, here are, she was saying, here's a list of people that I will not be tipping in 2024, right? Um, because Interesting. I think, I think we can all agree that tipping culture has gotten outrageous. Yes. It's fucking crazy. It's the, uh, it's the fucking app that all the places use now. Because they just ask the question now. Yeah. Do you want to tip? You want to tip. Why am I tipping you? What did you do? Nothing. Yeah, you did your job. You did what you're already getting paid to do, and now this company is basically trying to use me, possibly you getting a tip from me, as an excuse to not pay you what the fuck they should be paying you. That's absurd, right? And like, I can respect anybody out there working, trying to make their money, but like at the same time, I'm doing the same goddamn thing. Right. But it's not like I think that's the thing that's changed. Is I love where this conversation's going. Uh, but the tipping. So there used to be like your your servers and your your waiters and your waitresses got paid less than minimum wage right. because of the, tip. the tips, which makes sense. Yeah, I still think it's a shitty thing uh, to do. Yeah, it's still super shitty, but that's just where our culture was, right? Like they were relying on the fact that you were going to get all those tips. Um, but now I'm going to just use Subway as the example, right? Like I remember working at Subway was my first job when I was in high school. And we didn't have the tip question. We had that jar. Right. That if you want to put a couple of dollars in there, and it was like mostly like people would just, it was really put just their cash change, their change. Right. right. It was just, just throw a change, the change in there. And you would be surprised how many people were willing to take change out when they were short. Oh, could I just, I just, I mean, yeah, yeah. technically it says tip on there, but whatever. It's like nothing substantial is in there. Uh, versus now, right? I don't think the people working at the subway here are getting paid below the minimum wage and then relying on t- like it didn't get to the waiters and waitresses step where right. they're getting paid the waiters and waitresses at one point were getting paid like three bucks an hour because they were relying on tips these guys out here in chicago are still making 13 an hour yeah no it's continue what's the list of not being and being um 
So one was kind of like what you were saying, like just um, I forgot how she phrased it, but basically just like people who are just like not doing the bare minimum of their job and like asking for a tip or like you didn't really do anything. Like if I'm just if I'm if I placed an order to carry out a pizza and I come pick up the pizza, I'm not tipping you. Right, like you, you made the food. That's what you're supposed to do. Like now, if you delivered it to me, then I tip the delivery driver. Right. Right. Um, if I was sitting down in the restaurant and you were serving me, I tip the server. But like I'm buying this pizza. Like this is what I'm here to do. So why am I giving you extra money just to give you extra money? Or like I think the one that kills me the most is like Starbucks. Yeah. Because it's also just like it's all the fast food ones that are like, do I do I not tip you guys? Yeah. Because also, where's Cause a lot the, of times you're ordering online. Where's the money going, right? Right. Because Starbucks is like a fucking assembly line, right? Like you, I do this part of the drink. Well, I, hand I have it to off imagine then, that they're they're splitting it at the end. That seems ridiculous, though. Yeah. But anyway, but the second one on our list was um, people who work for themselves who provide a service like barbers right because she's like why would i tip a barber or in her case a hair tech hair salon person right if they're the ones who create who set their prices and provide the service why am i tipping you because you probably already factored in how much you not only want but need to get paid in order for this to be profitable so why would i give you extra money on top of that I don't know if I agree. I hear that. And I didn't. I At first, I didn't. But when I thought deeper about it, I was like, I get where you're coming from, right? Because, again, going back to the example of my barber, who went from $40 a cut when he was living probably in the cheaper suburbs, right, to moving to the city, um, having to deal with like the cost of moving to the city, being in the city, inflation, all that stuff, going literally from $40 a haircut to $85 a haircut. You factored in yeah, I have all to. of that stuff. Right. So, and at that but point, it's, it's like, why am I tipping you? If it's the guy you that does own it. So your barber owned that. It was just him. It's just a one-man shop? No, no, no. He was he was in a shop with other. So people. he was in a shop. Was he the owner of the shop, or was he no. buying the chair out? I don't know. I don't know entirely how how he was doing it. So that's the thing is if they're if they're buying the chair out, do you get it? No, it's fine. Then I then I disagree. I think I disagree all the way around. But I, I see the point of if you are the owner, because if you're the owner, right, you. Right, you got all this overhead, but you you put all those numbers into it, right? And that's mm-hmm. why you came to the the price of the cut. Now, so this is interesting too. So your your old barber was he a different price than the other barbers within the same? Every barber got to set their own price. That's interesting. So I've never been to a place like that. Yeah. So all the barbers I've gone, the place itself has set the price. No, no, no. And my understanding is barbers, because we we did that work with that barber. We did a little bit of that social media work for that barber. Right. Once upon a time. Um, So I felt like I learned a lot about how barbers operate between Mm -hmm. like working with him and then it just got me to start asking questions to my barber. So most barbers, my understanding is, is they pay for their space to use the chair and that's the money that goes to the owner. 
So mm. X, you know, they might get the full $50 for the cut, but at the end of the month, they're basically renting that chair out. So they got to pay the owner X amount for that space. Right. I get that. Um, but in which case, then, if you're not able to set your price, so it's different than what your barber is saying, and if you got to pay the owner X amount, then you're probably relying on those tips to a point. Right. I'm that, not saying that you know these guys are struggling. They could have, they could not be, right? right? But like, but that's not the case. He, they get to set their own price. Like most of the barbers I've gone to and I know, because like in this current process of me like trying to find a new barber, because I haven't found a new set barber, right? There's been a couple people I've been to a couple times, and I'm like, I'm cool with that, but you know, I haven't feel like I've really like solidified one yet. Come to my barber. <laughs> um, Give it a shot, Nick. Yeah, man's great, but. So I've like this one barber shop. I looked at the prices of everybody in the shop, like every barber who actually is in that shop. All their prices are different. It's such a mental game too, because you would be looking at the person with the cheapest, but then you also be like, that person's haircut probably sucks. Yeah, he's probably the worst barber in the right. shop. And then you look at the person that's the most expensive, and you're like, but then also because you <laughs> you're like, if I'm paying that much, I better look fucking amazing. Right, but you could also get in there. You could be like, well, this guy. Or, like, even booking it online, right? You're like, this dude's calendar is booked for fucking three weeks out. Right. And this dude has an appointment available tomorrow. I always run into that problem myself because my barber is always booked. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, it's time for me to get a haircut. I look, well, he's not open until next week. Well, I guess go. I'm getting it next week. That's what's happening. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I get it. I, and like I said, I've always tipped. I've been tipping. But I do, I have known people to not tip. I've been to barbers that I've tipped them and they look shocked. Like this one guy, I, I, I think his cut was like 30 bucks and I gave him like 45 and he was like, oh, over the moon. Yeah, he was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like I could visibly see the look in it because this was when I was still paying cash, right? And I probably gave him more than that, honestly. It might have been like 35 and I might have just gave him, given him 60 because I just had all 20. So I was just like, here, man, take this. Um, and he looked like, I'm still paying cash. My oh. barber only takes cash. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, sh-. like I could see the look in his face. I'm like, oh, sh-. oh, sh-. Hey, hey, bro, let me get your number just in case whenever you want to come back, like you let me, like this is how he was. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like it's clear to me that people don't fucking tip you. But I guess that might be why, because I got to tell you, Sean, if I go to somebody and their haircut costs me $100, I'm not tipping you, bro. Why does this cost yeah. me $100? Like, and I've seen barbers who charge that much yeah. for a haircut. I'm not tipping you. Because you're probably, and even like in the case of the, the barber that we worked with, right? He rented out a solo space right. within like this like studio of spaces. And of course, so I understand like, you know, you got to pay rent. But again, you would factor that into your price already. Like... If I'm a barber, I'm going to factor in, okay, I get an average of X amount of people a day. I'm going to work this many days a week. I pay this much in rent and expenses. And I also want to be able to take home this much money. So let me set my price in a way where I can cover my rent, still take home a decent amount of money. And also, if someone decides not to tip me, that's not going to hurt my pocket. Because the last thing you would want to do is be in that kind of industry 
and just like solely rely on tips, right? They're not like waiters and waitresses. They ho- they rely on tips because they were getting paid less than everybody else. Like they needed their tips in order to survive. If they had a night where they didn't get tipped at all, that was probably a pretty shitty night for them, right? right. They're going to struggle. This is a space where you get to set these prices up front. Barbers, uh, uh, hairstylists, uh, nail technicians, all, all these people who do these things, they get to set their own prices. So it's like, I'm sure they probably factor in, like, this person might, if somebody doesn't tip me, then I'm still okay. So I can get where yeah. her point is. I'm not saying I'm going to stop tipping barbers. I'm just saying it I seems can very, see it. very situated. I mean, because like our experiences with this are different. Like I've never gone to a place where they set their own price. Mm. I've always gone like this is the price of the haircut. This is the price of the haircut with the beard trim. Right. And then right, regardless of who you go to, yeah, in the it shop, doesn't matter who you're going to. They're it's all, all the, same. the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the last tipping question. I'm gonna. And then we should probably get to the episode. Yeah. Do you tip this person? Okay. You're hosting a party mm-hmm. at a family fun center. I'm talking about arcade games, inflatables, bowling, food, and you get your own private host that's going to basically organize, do all your decorating. They're also going to clean up after you leave, but they're going to take you to all the areas where all your kids are having the fun. If you want them to cut the cake, they're going to cut the cake for you. If you want them to like, you know, navigate opening the gifts, they're going to do all that stuff for you. They're only, they're exclusive just to your party. They're not jumping around to other parties. You have them the whole time. Do you tip them? I think so for me, I think it depends on how much I paid for that party package. I think it depends on how much I for paid for two hours. Let's go three hours. For three hours, you paid. Uh, you paid two hundred and fifty dollars and included game cards, food, um, yeah. For all the kids. And then everything I just mentioned. That seems super so, fucking So they're cheap. all eating it, and they're all getting... Probably then. That seems super fucking cheap, to be honest with you. 250 for three hours? Yeah. And I get all that? Yeah. Yeah, that seems super cheap. So, yeah. I'm yeah, they weren't probably, expensive back at Razzmatazz. That's yeah. kind of why we got all the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I, is, this is a real-life scenario. Right, yeah. I figure. I probably... Yeah, I probably tipped that person. I think... So, for me, I think it would you come down to how much it costs... Believe how i'm gonna how much how often they didn't get tipped which they weren't getting paid you know for the factor of all you're relying on tips Mm -hmm. but the amount of people that never even considered tipping but then so like it was almost offset by the people that did think about tipping would tip a shit ton Mm. like i've i'm i've I've, multiple occasions seeing people get tipped a hundred dollars for it okay but then you go, it would be kind of like a funny because, you know, like the, the, the hosts, as I'm, I'm referring to, you know, but for our listeners, like I used to, I mean, we had this podcast. My old job had a family fun center in it. Um, and they would be like talking shit to each other, the hosts. Like, did you get a tip on this one? No? <laughs> no? And then they'd be like, I got 20 bucks. Like, That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think for that, yeah, it would depend on how much I pay for this package. And I know you just gave a specific number, but I'm just saying just in general. Um, how much I pay for the package? 
what the breakdown was. Like in in the price that I paid, is there a specific breakdown that's like this amount of money goes toward you having your own private host? No. They didn't like say that XML was going towards the host. But every party package had its own private had host. Had its own private host. Um and also I think it would come down to like how Which is rare, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, for sure. All these other places you're sharing your host with mm-hmm. the other parties. I think it would also come down to how good the host was. You know what I mean? Because like if I got a host and they were shitty, they were never around when I well, needed them. I mean, that's, them. that's true for any service any industry, service, right? right? Yeah. Uh, but I think that would be a, a a big component of that as well. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. Tipping, man. It always. It's tipping culture. It's still outrageous. surprised me the amount of people that, like, it didn't cross their mind that, hey, you could have tipped that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would be like, because some people would like take full advantage of like, like this person's this person's hosting your party, mm. right? They like they got all your decorations out of your car, major revision happened in this room. They're freaking joking around with the kids and creating games and the inflatables for them. They're freaking handing the gifts, they're cutting the cake out, they're serving all the food, and never once you thought for a second on your way out, like, hey, maybe I should give them a couple of bucks. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot for sure. Yeah, what a what a tangent that was. <laughs> Fucking tipping culture. All right, what are we what are we talking about today? We're talking about what if. Right? What if season what if. two? How how long have we been talking? We've been talking for thirty three minutes. God, thirty thirty three <laughs> minutes. Hopefully, you guys found that interesting. Maybe uh, we'll put in a description that we start talking about what if at the thirty three minute mark. Yeah, maybe we should start doing time time stamps um but hey if you made it this far thanks for listening thanks for being here we should have did this up top but we didn't but thanks for listening thanks for being here go ahead now like it or uh, comment on it or re- uh, review it or subscribe or whatever however you're listening to this currently whatever you can do to help bring more positive energy to this podcast please go ahead and do so yeah we appreciate um, that we really would appreciate it tell a friend about it because at the end of the day, that's you know that's one of the best ways to get us more listeners is you just tell your people like, hey, they're fun. Go check them out. You they just, don't only talk about comic books. Sometimes they talk about tipping yeah, culture. You just go to your best pal and be like, what do you think about tipping? I was listening to this podcast the other day. It was called Capes, Cowls, and Close Calls. Yep. And sometimes they have really close calls where they talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. They talk about differences with barbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one's black, one's white. It's so interesting. <laughs> it's crazy the culture differences. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, do that. So go do that. Thank you for doing that uh, in advance. Yes. And um, midway yeah. through the episode. Midway through the episode. <laughs> but yeah, we're actually this episode. We're supposed to be talking about what if season two. Um, Came out at the end of last year, so yeah, like end of last, like around Christmas time, like right before Christmas, right? Yeah, I came think out. it was like the week of Christmas. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was like every day until Christmas. every day for nine days. Which I did you like that format? Uh, you know what? I kind of admittedly forgot about it coming out, and by the time I realized it was like the day the last episode released, mm. so then I just watched it all at once. So I, I like the format. I, I. I think um, when I started watching, there were already two episodes out, so I didn't catch like day one. 
they're like two episodes out by the time I started watching it. And yeah, I enjoyed it because it I like the format because it not having it all come out at once didn't make you it didn't feel as daunting as like, oh, I got nine episodes to try to make it through. But also having it come out every day kept everything fresh right and like on it and it didn't leave you waiting for too long yeah nine right? days versus watching over nine weeks right exactly like that's a big deal like and then like you know it's the holiday so like sometimes they'll skip a, like a week or two because we're like oh we're taking a break from right. the holiday whatever blah 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 um so yeah nine days instead of nine weeks i definitely like that a lot better i think no, I, not I think. I know for sure I like that better. Cause every, Would you rather that or it all releases at once? I think I'd rather that. I think I'd, I'd rather release all at once. Really? Yeah. I think I'd rather it. Because, and then it also gives me time to just like get into other stuff. Like I was able, because I was like already in the middle of binging a show. So then I was able to just pop out, watch the one episode, then go back to what I was already watching. You know, and then same yeah. thing every day. I could just be like, you know what? It's like I put the baby to bed. Like I got, a, I got, a, I got a free minute now. Like nobody's screaming at me. <laughs> Let me just pop this episode on, get it, get it in, and then I'm good to go. So yeah, I like that. I, I right. quite, in, I quite enjoyed it that way. I mean, maybe if I had done it the way you had done it, then I would feel that way. But I just, you just I that, by the time, by the time I realized it was out. It was like the day the last episode released. I mean, you've been binging, uh, you binged Echo, right? Because they dropped all those episodes. Yeah, I watched Echo over a course of a weekend. And it's only five episodes. Right, so that's not that long, but... Yeah, and they're like 40-minute episodes. Do you feel like you would have liked it better if they came out every day for a week? I don't know if I would have watched it all. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, you don't think it was enough to keep you coming back, or you think you would have just forgot about it? I don't think it was enough. Both, probably. I mean, we'll do a little bit of, it, of an echo review when you watch it. I don't think there's enough there to get a full episode. Gotcha. We'll probably tack into another episode. But what were your overall thoughts? Did you like it? It was fine. Okay, I've heard that it's aggressively okay. Yeah, um, it's just you know I hear I good like things s- about Wilson about uh, Kingpin. Yep, I like Kingpin in it, um, and I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I won't. I won't. But it. So we watched, I watched it with my girlfriend. We watched the first episode and she did not want to watch the second episode. Oh, really? She was kind of like what you were saying. She's like, well, let's flip to a different show. She's like, maybe I'll try it when I'm more of a mood. And then she did end up watching the whole thing with me. But, but even she was like, yeah, this is, it was fine. I think I liked mm. the representation because we haven't really had a Native American superhero and her Native American culture played a big role in the show. She's Native American? Yeah. I didn't know. That. Which so I got man. So she was she was on three fronts, killing it. So she's Native American, deaf, and she was and handicapped and, uh, in the show. Amputee. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so she was a the triple actor fucking threat herself is deaf. Yeah, I know she's amputee. actually yeah. deaf. So I, I thought that was really cool too. I, is she an amputee too? Yeah. Get the fuck out! I didn't know she was an amputee. So they, I mean, they like cast this perfectly. God damn! Or, I mean, you know, I don't know anything about Echo in the comic book. No, I mean neither. I couldn't. I couldn't tell um, you a single thing. But I mean, they they you understand why she's called Echo by the end of it. Um, I think she's deaf and mute, possibly in real life. I don't think she's mute. No, no. 
I've seen like snippets of interviews. She gets close to saying things in okay. the show. Okay. Okay. I I've never seen her. She always I've all the interview snippets I've seen. She has a translator speaking for her as she signs. So I just didn't know for sure if she was. But yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, so to say positive things about it, I like the inclusiveness of it. It just felt like it didn't have enough of a story. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kingpin was the highlight. The highlight. Yeah, and I think Kingpin was more like Kingpin from the Daredevil series in this than he was and in Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Gotcha. Yeah, he was a little less corny. That's good to know. So this is, I mean, this is not what this episode is about, but so this was a Marvel Spotlight uh, show. Oh, was it? So, so like, like, kind of like say uh, Spotlight in the Werewolf beginning of it. by Night. Yeah. And then, so I was reading, so that's what's confusing me, because where, where would Werewolf by Midnight says Spotlight in the intro, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I never I thought it, it did, but then I read an article, because I was trying to gauge what the actual difference was. And I was saying that Echo was the first Spotlight, but I was like, I swear, we're in a Werewolf by Midnight. And so my understanding, Spotlights, you don't need to. It's like remember they at one point they were like, you have to watch the previous things to understand what's going on. Yeah. Spotlights are not like that. You don't need to watch anything prior. Apparently, you just pop in. And and, just, and I, and I got that because again, not really spoilers, but like everything that had happened in Hawkeye with echo was shown in the first like the footage was the same like Mm. it was shown in the first episode gotcha um so you didn't really need to watch previously you might have appreciated more if you had seen daredevil but that's daredevil wasn't officially part of the mcu before um but yeah i mean it's when you actually watch it we can get a little bit more into the details but it's it's definitely not in the higher tier of the marvel shows it's just kind of it's okay okay fair enough so I think you, I liked her more as a character in this than I did in Hawkeye, but... Yeah, okay. I can see that. So what did you think about What If? I liked it. I uh, New story every every episode, but there's... Just like season one, there's like a little thread of... Connection. Yeah, connection throughout them. Yep. It kind of brings it all together in the end. A little less of a connection. It was. Yeah, it more, more layover and in the first season than they do in the second but i mean true and they didn't shit want to... from the first season also drag comes into yeah. uh this season pretty heavy honestly right uh but you know mission initial thoughts i mean i liked it i thought it was right there with season one right i didn't think it was any better or any worse it was if you enjoy season one you'll enjoy season two yeah i agree i like yeah i like seeing the different stories some of them are more interesting than others right um but i think I think every episode probably has some kind of like target, uh, but also I mean it's it's f- it's fun in the sense of like yeah, what if that happened, right? And some of the, even some of the things I'm even like, how did you even? It's like you wouldn't come to that. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't think like, about. I would have never thought about what if that happened. So I think that plays to it its advantage and disadvantage sometimes because there are some things where I'm like I would have much rather have seen what if this happened or what if that happened but they seem to go for more of the smaller things like a subtle change yeah or like i said things that you wouldn't necessarily expect versus going for like the obvious shit right like okay like because they're not gonna do like a 
what if Thor went for the head? Kind of, you know, like that's some shit that everybody would want to see. Yeah, I but thought that they're not doing. I that. thought Zappa or you know, what if Hawk did decide to come out? Right, like right. shit like that, like shit where you're actually like, what if that was different? What if the Hulk beat Thanos in the beginning of yeah. Infinity War? Like, you know, or in, yeah, Infinity War. Like, shit like that. Um, yeah, they're not doing those. They're doing more of, like, these kind of weirder kind of stories. Which I guess, I guess if you're going to do that, do that. It, it makes sense to do it in the animated form because it's probably yeah. significantly less expensive. I kind of wish they were, yeah, I guess, I guess to your point, I wish they would go a little bit more bold. Like, what if the X-Men were in the universe? Yeah. Right? Yeah, but they're just not. It's just clear that they're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. You know, a little tangent for two seconds. I didn't realize that Kelsey Grammer played, we talked about this in another episode, but spoilers for the Marvels. Uh, I didn't realize Kelsey Grammer played the Beast in the cameo. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize those. I was like, I'm gonna get the. I got the. I thought they got a different actor. Mm-mm. I was like, no, they legit got. Yeah, same one. Yeah, because he looks different. CGI, bro. Right, and then it wasn't CGI in Last Stand. Yeah. It was just makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, same person. All right, so I got the list of the episodes here. I guess we could just kind of run through them, give our thoughts on kind of each episode. You think? Yeah, maybe? let's do it. Um, some will probably be longer than others. Some will probably be pretty quick. Uh, but yeah, so episode one was what if Nebula, Nebula joined the Nova Corps? And I'll be honest with you, to me, this was a hot start. I actually really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I didn't really care for this one. No, I, I <laughs> liked it a lot. I was like, I thought it was okay. I thought this it was one didn't good. really make me want to go to episode two. I was like, ah, that was fine. Damn, really? I w- this made me excited. For episode two, I really, I really enjoyed this one. I, I like this take on Nebula. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I found it very interesting. So, so the because this was remind me here, right? Was, uh, it was what if? What was the uh, what's that villain's name? What if he killed Thanos and he was taken over instead? Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. Right. And so. To let Ronan not get to their planet, they just put a force shield up over the planet. Right. To prevent him from coming in. Yeah. But now, like, everybody's, like, trapped there. Yeah. They're kind of going stir crazy, so a bunch of, like, crazy shit is happening. Crime's up. Yeah. And Nebula's basically the Nova Corps, which is just their version just of the police. Police. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, man. I, I like the story of this one. Uh, they Good got little... Karen Gillian to yeah, voice her. I like that. I thought was solid. Um, yeah, man. Overall, I really like this episode. I like the. What is it that you liked? I love it. I, I like. I said I like the story. I like the cameos. Like she goes and like Howard the Duck helps her, and like I thought that yeah, they was like fun. Howard the Duck. They in do this like place. Howard the Duck, man. Um, they might as well just go ahead and give him a fucking movie and stop playing around or a TV <laughs> show or something. Uh, they had Howard the Duck. Who else? Korg was in this one. Which is another one they like. Yeah, they do like Korg a lot. And yeah, I just I just thought it was good. I just I, I enjoyed the episode. What two random characters just know, to right? be all through what if? Korg and Howard the Howard Duck. Howard the Duck, yeah. So yeah, I give that. So <laughs> I'm looking at the, I, the IMDB ratings of each episode. That one got a 7 out of 10. 
Okay. What would you give it? Are we doing ten or are we doing five? We'll do ten because I I I am DB. Uh, doesn't really fit us though. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> five. Uh two. Wow. Three and a half, I'm going. Three and a half. Uh okay. Episode two. I don't know what it is. I just didn't care. Really? I mean, I think maybe that is maybe that's why I liked it because I thought the same. I thought like ah, I'm not gonna give a fuck about this, but I got enthralled in the story. I was like, no, nah, this is pretty thrilling. All right. Uh, episode two. What if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Now going into this one, I thought this is gonna be the one I hate. This it, the <laughs> title just sounds stupid. This just seems stupid. Yeah. Why would Peter Quill attack the Avengers? Like, how how is this happening? Why is this happening? How would this work? Like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Did you like this episode? I like this episode. Did you? I, I did. I didn't really care for this one all that much. I thought it was cool. Again, it's not something I was, I was ever thinking about. Like, oh, what if he did make it there as a kid? But I liked the fact that this Peter Quill was a little less goofy because he was a child. Uh... But my favorite thing about it was the team they assembled. Which was Hank Pym, Ant-Man. Right. Was it Janet Wasp, right? Janet Van Dyne? Or no? No. So Hank Pym, Ant-Man. Um, it's the uh, the guy that goes big. I know who you're talking about. Oh, fuck. What's his name? <sighs> I'm, I'm blanking. But I know who you're talking about. So the big the big guy who does the opposite of Yeah, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Um uh, T'Challa T- was there, right? T'Chaka was there. T'Chaka was there. I did like that aspect. I like that. That was cool. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And uh, there was no Hulk, right? Oh, Peggy. Peggy was there, wasn't she? Was Peggy there? Was it Peggy? No, it wasn't Peggy. Wow, why am I struggling? Yeah, it is. It was Peggy. It was Peggy because I'm I'm reading the description right now. Howard Stark and Howard Stark and Peggy Carter form a team. So it was Peggy. So it was Peggy, Hank, Peggy, Hank, Winter Soldier, the big guy, T'Chaka. Was that it? Then they have like another power, and Thor, Thor shows up. Yeah. Thor shows up. Thor shows up. It's regular. A- it's regular Peggy. That's why I'm being confused. It's not. Oh, it's not. It's not um, Captain Britain. You're right. It's just Peggy Carter. It's regular, just Peggy Carter. Yeah. Uh, so I liked. Interesting team. I liked the Earth's Mightiest Heroes being like the Avengers from well, what year was that supposed to be? Like the 1988. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that concept was cool. The fact that they're like, they're like yeah, they're uh, sending over this like assassin and it was winter soldier like mm. i was like that's awesome that yeah, they yeah, did that yeah. that makes sense okay yeah i didn't hate this the episode. whole peggy and howard being like that's bucky and then howard being like yeah we can't do anything for him now yeah that was wild yeah yeah that, i think that episode was way more interesting to me i get that so the, seeing the people how agree powerful you. peter cool would have been if he had the powers like of ego yeah yeah like, you know all the avengers are coming and they're like really struggling and he's yeah. like just in a it's carnival like, like having fun yeah, like flipping people and stuff that was interesting i was like how are they gonna make him strong enough to fight the avengers but gotta anyway, you know anyway. was friends with hope made sense to me yeah true 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 all right so they gave that a 7.3 out of 10 what are you giving it 
This one's three and a half for me. I'm giving it a three. Mm, 2.75. Uh, episode three. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Now, I'm be honest. I fell asleep on this one. I And I didn't go back and watch the parts I fell asleep on. I enjoyed it for two reasons. Okay. One, it was a parody of Die Hard, and I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, they even made Die Hard jokes. It was basically just Die Hard in the MCU. In the MCU with Happy Hogan. Uh, and it felt more like an anim, more like a cartoon we would have watched. Like that felt like an episode of Avengers: Earth's Mighty Here. You know what I mean? It yeah, just yeah. had that like almost like childish fucking humor to it that it made me enjoy it. Mm. Like the, like it would be so easy for Hogan to get Hulk powers just because Tony Stark was working on the blood. You know yeah. what I mean? And then he's like trying to keep everything under control and he's like slowly, slowly turning. Turn, yeah, like one leg and then yeah. one arm and then he was an ugly Hulk though. He was. Yeah. I'm level with you, Sean. Here's the thing and I know people are going to hate me for this. I've never seen Die Hard. None of them? None of them. Interesting. Yeah, never seen it. So I didn't get the reference. So I fell asleep. Die Hard 1. Never seen it. We're going to give you a rundown. I get the debate. I know people say, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? It Frankly, is. I'm on the side that it is a Christmas movie. Never seen it. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it is. I know he's in a fucking vent at some point, And he's talking to the guy uh, from Family Matters, which is one of my favorite sitcoms from, as a kid. That's pretty much all I know. He's like trying to save his wife or something. I don't know. He is. He is. He's he's going to his wife's holiday party. He flies in and he's late. And uh, Alan Rickman, who is like a terrorist, is taking over the building to try to steal a bunch of money. Um, and Die Hard. Why am I blinking on the actor's the name? Die Hard. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, basically kills everybody. Oh, okay. Fun it's fun. like an old school action, just violent movie. Gotcha. Um, Alan Rickman is like renowned for like his villain in that story, though. Like people say he's like one of the best villains mm. from that Die Hard movie. Interesting. Okay. I just watched Die Hard three the other day. Did you? How like, was it? Rewatched it. Rewatched. Rewatched it. How was it? Uh, I still enjoy it. It's held up. It's held up. Yes. Oh. How many of those? Did they make like five of those or some shit? Did he do one with his son? I think he did one with his son and then one with his daughter or something like that. That's crazy. That's too many diehards. Yeah. How, when is he going to actually die is the question. It's kind of like John Wick, no? Yeah, yeah. I just watched John Wick 4, I feel actually. like John Wick, Die Hard, and Lethal Weapons are all the same movies. Mm. Two out of the three of those I haven't seen. But and I'm going to say they're not quite the same. Taken's also the same movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Taken's definitely the same movie, for sure. Yeah. John Wick's different. You just like John Wick, so you want it to I be do different. like John Wick. It's the but same to be fair, story. Now, to be fair, the first John Wick is easily the best John Wick. If they had made that right. John Wick and then not made another John Wick, I think it would have been perfectly fine. Bunch of action, not a whole lot of story. No, there's pretty deep story in the John Wick movies. In the first one. In the lore, that's like that's probably the simplest plot. That's why right. it's the best. To be that's honest with why you. that's why it's like Die Hard. It's a very simple plot. It's a lot of action, uh, a lot of violence, a lot of headshots. Papa. <laughs> anyway, so Happy Hogan, did he save Christmas? He did. Good for him. Good for him. Did yeah, he become from, a Hulk? From Justin Hammer. He became yeah, full on Hulked. Hmm. Did he lose himself? No. 
Nice. Well, that's good. But he did have anger issues. That makes sense. But he didn't lose himself. That makes sense. So what would you give this one? IMDB gave this one a 6.8 out of 10. I'll give it a 3. I'll give it a one and a half. Wow. Yeah. What? Episode 4. What it's if- a good Christmas story. I can see that. I can see that. Watch it on the holidays. I can see that. What if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? Now, this one, I think going into it, I was like, what is this story going to be about? How does this happen? Right. I'm, I think I was the most confused as to where they were going to go with this. You ever watch some of these stories and you're like, that doesn't seem like that would have happened. Like, if Iron Man didn't make it back through the wormhole, what are the odds that were all the uh, Chitauri were was that close to where the Grandmaster was? Pretty low, probably, I guess. Yeah, I was like, he's not landing there. Yeah. I will say, I did, I liked that beginning part because, yeah, there is a wonder of, like, so I guess... In this sense, they did go with like a bigger moment that we actually are familiar with in the movies, right? Because right. what if he didn't make it through that wormhole? What if that bitch just closed up right before he made it through? Just guess he's just done for. Um, so that was that was interesting. I did like that, but yeah, you know, there's things I, in this episode. I didn't I love the death race kind of instead of just like know, it felt the a little gladiator little, battles, a little anime. No? No. You didn't feel like with the... Sean, you don't really have any idea like of what the, anime is. With the suit and the suit coming apart and turning into a car. No. And jumping back into the suit. No. I feel like I've seen animes like that. Not particularly. <laughs> I don't think you really know what anime is, Sean. I'm pretty sure they did a lot of like, I have to, but I can't, but I must, but I can't, but I have to. You didn't, you didn't see all that? No. And no, the, the repeating that. of plot for five minutes? Nah. When nothing's happening? You didn't, you didn't so. see that in the episode? I don't think that happened, bro. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Stop hating on anime. <laughs> uh, this one was fine to me. Yeah, it was fine. I, I thought... So this one I was kind of excited about because this was the only one we knew we were going to get from season one. So this was clearly supposed to be in season one originally. And I think for what I remember, that covid kind of affected this episode so it got Mm. delayed and so we didn't get to season two um it definitely had me wondering why if gamora was gonna go hunt tony stark down how did that part change like why didn't she make it to earth um i have no idea yeah i thought that was a little confusing i was like what's different now that he just he just landed on this planet instead of going to Earth, if anything, it would have been easier to find on Earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You just happened to find out that Track he landed down on this planet. Yeah, it didn't really make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, how'd you feel about the them hunting Thanos down at the end? I liked it. I liked it. I like the story. Too. I like yeah that she was just kind of like she. Move past her issues, and she was just like, yeah. And I also liked that that eventually tied into a later episode, that he was the reason why Gamora was different. Right. And I was like, ah, okay. I like that. I thought they were going to go farther, because you see in season one, which I watched right before season two, so it was fresh for me, that she like already had made that like Infinity Stone killing machine, mm-hmm. and there's like Tony Stark there being like, I see a suit of armor on every planet. Like, I thought we would get to whatever that scene was going to be. Mm. But we didn't. But we don't. Gotcha. Um, yeah, this episode was fine. Again, we had Cork. 
Uh, Grandmaster was voiced by Jeff Goldblum as he is cool. played in the movies. I will say it takes a little getting used to um, the guy that's voicing Iron Man. Because he's like clearly like doing Robert Downey Jr., but not quite yeah. doing Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little weird. Him and Captain America, honestly, uh, are a little jarring at first because you're, you're expecting their voices, their voices. right? And it's not them. So that does throw me off a bit. But yeah, I mean, this this story was fine. I give it like a two and a half, I'd say. I also was going to go two and a half. Yeah, that I makes sense. I agree about that. IMDb one. liked this one a bit more. They gave it a 7.3. So, okay. yeah. I think, honestly, I think the car racing part was like my least favorite aspect of it. I just think they should have just went with regular fights. But then it's just Ragnarok with Iron Man. True, I guess so. See, episode five is what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? I tell you, I didn't really care for this episode. I'm a, I like, I'm, I don't get why they chose Peggy to be the linchpin of this, right? So I'm just like, ah, what, whatever, I guess. Why does she get a second one? Yeah, I think the coolest thing is she's like the character we got a repeat of. So that's nice. We got to go and revisit this character. Yeah, and they were like, this was basically like like a what if, but what if? Yeah, I mean, I like the parallels between like the versions we got and like seeing the what if, like like the lines are like virtually the same. Like she's on the plane and she's having the same conversation with Black Widow as Steve Rogers was, right? About like, how's your dating life? Yeah, and then like she jumps down onto the ship and takes everybody out, and like she's fighting the same guy Steve Rogers was fighting and all that right. stuff. I like that. Um, man, am I confusing this with the episode of season one, or that happened no. in this one? No, that happened. That happened. Okay. Yeah, because um, I watched them back to back, so both are in my head. Uh, the uh, whole icona incorporating that Steve Rogers is a mixture of like. The Black Will stories with the Red Room and and with what you know they did with Witcher Bucky, Soldier yeah. Bucky. Okay. Yeah. I would say I don't I, really understand because it was like first they were like oh they were controlling the the Hydra Stomper but no they're really controlling him. I was like which one I didn't, are they? Yeah, being I didn't. Con- that part was what's a bit, being controlled. That was a bit confusing to me too because at um, one point it seemed like he was able to like open up and talk to her, but he's like I can't. I don't have any control over what this is doing so it's like are you locked in the suit like are you stuck there you they physically welded you in like i don't not really get get out like also my whole the why would why would they keep him you know what i mean like why wouldn't they just take the suit the suit's obviously the weapon right you don't need steve you're just you're just gonna leave him in there i would just took steve out i'd have just been like give me this fucking suit you know what i mean like i discovered it i'm like get out I just need the suit. I also feel like that suit was good for that year. Yeah, no, it, or it, the years of like you know for World it War II. Doesn't II. feel like it should have been as strong as it was, right? And why did the suit get such an upgrade right I now? I don't know. Um, that was crazy. I liked. I I did enjoy. I don't. I don't remember if he was like a mayor or a governor or whatever. But like Bucky, right? Like his like the the, the so switch like, off his and switch he's off like of, yeah that's Steve I'm not gonna hurt him like don't hurt him leave him alone like yeah I like I like that aspect of it um, and yeah I mean I think the the part of Black Widow story was cool too they go 
to Russia to try to take down the Red Room, and then they have to fight all of these Black Widows, and they're in this weird motor town where all the people are like robots or some shit. Right. And they're like well, shooting Black shooting Widow darts. The, yeah, and the stuff. stingers at them or whatever. Stinger, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was actually, it was a, it was a decent episode, I guess. It got a seven point three on IMDb. Where would you go three? It? Yeah, I go three too. All right. So it looks like the ratings got higher as we go down. So episode six, we've kind of talked about this one. I think this one was probably your favorite of the season. Uh, this is what if uh, Kahori reshaped the world. So this is the one about the Native American girl. The brand new character introduced specifically for this show. She is not of comic book origin. Her origin is of this show. Give her a movie. You think so? I think that's the, how much I enjoyed this episode. Wow. I would watch a movie. A live her. action movie? I'd, yeah, give her a live action movie. Wow. She might get one. Who I feel knows? Like Marvel can, you know, the MCU universe Marvel could do it. They don't need the oh, comic they, book. They, they could just go do that. They 100% could do it. It's a good episode. I, you know what? It's nice to have things that uh, to not compare to anything to. Like, there's true. There's just nothing to really. That's true. That's true. It's just its own original story, and it was cool. I was a little like, man, like this, these Affinity Stones, man, they could just do whatever people that are writing what is happening their powers were a big bit vague and they did seem a bit overpowered because i mean like they had like super speed they had super strength but it looked awesome it did look pretty cool. doing all this cool jumps and yeah 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 running and shooting and it did look levitating cool. but i did like how they were just like yeah no we 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 stumbled into this world but this is paradise so we're not leaving like this is just they're also like you can't, right? Yeah. <laughs> what true. was it? The steps was like nobody's got past fourteen or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, but um, but it's cool to see that she went in and she quickly went from new to like she's doing shit nobody else is doing. Yeah, that was cool to see. And she was like, "No, nah, I'm fucking, I'm leaving." Because she came with all the fruits. Save. She had yeah. like a crazy ton of them. She's like, like Here and you just go. floating them, just fucking yeah. levitate them. Yeah. She was like, "No, nah, I gotta go back because I gotta save my people. I gotta save our." And world. the whole thing, and and oh, man, I knew what the language was when I was watching because I looked. at I looked it up. What was the language they were speaking? Ah, it's a real Native American language. Okay. And I thought that was also super... I mean, they they did not veer away. Yeah, they, no, the they did. The whole episode was... Yeah. yeah. At, at one point, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, are they going to... Did they ever switch to... English? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> the whole episode, whole episode. Reading them subtitles. Yeah, reading subtitles. It's like watching anime, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't know that. But, but no repeating and... But I can't, but I must, but I couldn't, but I have to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty solid. And I, I, I really enjoyed the end where she was just like rolling up on people and she's just like, right? Yeah, this whole King Queen thing, no more. We're not doing this shit. Um, everybody's going to be equal. And I, that was a tricky situation because she could have been easily misconstrued as like a villain of right. like this. I'm powerful now, so I'm going to impose my will on everybody. Um, and you could probably debate that she was doing that, but also it was more so she was just kind of breaking down all. Yeah, was just she more like structures? Like you're not going to come and destroy our stuff and come after us again? Yeah, I think it was more like a just a show of strength of like, yeah. listen, you can do it even if you want it. Let me show you. So just yeah. fucking don't even think about it. And then we get Doctor Strange Prime or whatever he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Showing right. up thinking that, you know, and we're, we're thinking, oh, something big bad's happened. A new team's getting assembled. Yeah. 
Because uh, he says, like, I've been looking for you or something like yeah. that. or Yeah. So that was fun. So what are you giving this one? What's the highest score I've given so far? Three and a half, Three I think. Three and a half? I guess this is a four. I feel like wow. this ain't on the same scale as movies, for the record. <laughs> this is just a scale within the what if. Within the what if, what if universe? Yeah. What if we rated the what if universe? Um... I can't go as high as a four, I don't think. I say 3.5. Uh, 3.5. IMDb gave it a 7.7. I think almost the second highest rated episode. Okay. Episode seven. What if Hella found the Ten Rings? Now, this episode was my favorite episode. Okay. I can see that. It was surprisingly good. It was really good. And I kind of thought I wouldn't care about this one, but I liked it. Almost every aspect of it. I liked almost every component. I liked that we got to see past Hella, who, again, you know, we got to see it from her side of things. We got to see the Odin that was like a warmonger, conqueror kind of person who was just, you know, not the wise old king that we saw in Thor, but like a warlord. Um, We got to see her with the hammer. We got to see her use the hammer as if she was Thor and Odin be like, bro. I fucking, like, you think you can hurt me with this bitch? Like, I know this fucking hammer, too. Don't worry about it. Um, I liked I liked her relationship with, I don't remember his name, uh, but Shang-Chi's dad, basically. Yeah. I, and I liked that he was kind of like. Mandarin. Yeah, I liked that when they initially fought, she was like, oh, if I had my. Oh, if I had my fucking helmet, I would. Yeah. Ooh, I would. Ooh, boy, you just <laughs> the don't parallel, know. Uh, and he's like the Thor's hammer from yeah. the Thor movie to it. And he's yeah. like, okay, go get it. He just un like he had her bound, and he was just like, show me, go get it. <laughs> I was just like this fun, this oh shit. <laughs> I was like, this dude is no joke. And he's like, go get it. And then she can't lift it. Um, and then she like tries to kill him at one point, and he's like, "Don't kill her." I I like her feistiness. I, this 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 is the woman I've been looking for right here. I need me a strong chick, and she's it. Don't do nothing to hurt this woman. I need her back. I liked all that. Um, yeah, I like that she got this kind of martial arts training. And I mean, I kind of I I will say I was waiting for her to flip and like revert back to being evil. And I like that she didn't, because I think that was more predictable, or at least that's what I was predicting. Yeah, I didn't think she was going. I was waiting because I was like, you know, shall he says Odin says, shall she show mercy? And I was like, so we're gonna clearly see her get to a like, especially when she went to that mystical village. What was the name of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Especially when she went there, I was like, oh, she's gonna learn. And at one point, show somebody mercy, mm-hmm. and then she's gonna, it's just gonna be like the Thor movie. She's gonna get her, yeah. her crown back and get her powers and such. So I, that's more or less particular. And I liked the fact that she learned how to like do like the wind style fighting. And, yeah. But that's she kept cool. joking about like, this would be cooler if there were, were knives. Like flaming knives. Flaming knives. For other people, yeah. yeah. And then in the end, she gets her flaming knives. And she gets her flaming, yeah. I thought the humor was good. I didn't, I didn't really see Hella in a humorous fashion before, but I thought. The humor that she brought was her comedic timing was good. I liked her interaction with the weird, fluffy thing with no face and wings. Yeah, she's like, "Am I talking to your face or your butt?" Like, I don't know what I'm doing here, (laughs) which is a valid point. Um, And then the icing on top of the cake for me 
was the fight scene at the end, bro. That fight scene between her, the the Mandarin for all intents and purposes, and Odin, I was like, oh, this fight scene. This is going crazy, bro. This is what I, I like. I like a good fight scene. How they were holding their own at Odin at first, but I was like, this is a cool fucking scene. It is. So first and, I thought, I was I like, Odin's going to come down here and just, and just wipe them wipe out. Wipe their asses out, right? But no, I, I, that's what I liked about it, too. Because even Odin has said beforehand, because Heimdall told him, like, I don't see her, but there is a mortal down there that has power that um, yeah. it's, it's, it's really strong. And Odin's Kill a god. Like, yeah, Odin's like... Yeah, we probably shouldn't let him keep that shit, should we? We should probably go take that from him. And then he's just like, nah, fuck that, bro. This, 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 it is the real deal. Like, you, you thought it was the real deal? I'm showing you right now, it's the real fucking deal. We finna whoop some ass. So I really, I like that a lot. I thought yeah. that, I thought that fight scene. Yeah, I agree. It's a good episode. I fantastic. definitely like seeing Hella's, like you were saying, not to be going circles, but I like Hella's story and seeing it from her end and like how like Odin made her this way and then yeah and then the original story then locked her up and then this one you saw like she got to learn unlearn the stuff that Odin taught her right and then she's gonna go and free the realms that Odin just basically imprisoned yeah because she's like he he rate and that's he said that or she said that to the Mandarin guy she's like Odin like raised me to be this weapon basically and then you see that with like her Odin locking the the wolf up. Yeah, and he's like she. He raised me to just be a weapon, and then when I wanted, uh, when I got too powerful, he like pushed me away. And the Mandarin guy was like, "Well, I won't do that. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you." <laughs> like, and I just I really like that too. I was like, "This guy's a fucking he's a <laughs> boss, man." That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, I thought this episode was surprisingly very good. So I really enjoyed this one. I will give a four. Four. I'm gonna say a. Four. 4.25? 4, 4.25, 4, man. Yeah, I really like this episode. Four. IMDB gave it an 8 out of 10. I was gonna, I was leaning between 3.75 and 4, and I guess I'm gonna go 4. Yeah. It's a good episode, man. Yeah. Definitely my favorite of the season. Uh, episode 8. What if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Who? I... Liked this episode. I thought I was gonna like it a little bit more, and I did. Remind me who the team was. So this is Carter going back in time. Right, right, Thor right. and Loki are there. Uh, we see a uh, the time traveling uh, Captain America. It's like the whole like he punched the time stone and it sent him back in time, and he's the one causing all this. Bucky's there. Uh, Hogan Hawk is there. Uh, Ant-Man's there. Interesting. I don't know why, but I just do not remember this episode at all. You didn't watch it? No, I definitely watched it. I just don't remember it. It starts out with, like, Hela gets... So we see Hela again, and Hela gets pushed into, like, the time thing, so she disappears. And then Thor is all sad because it's... In this version, they were clearly oh, like raised together. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, Thor's putting, you know, arrest her because it's she's not doing her job. Mm. Um, I liked seeing the different versions. So I think I might have talked about it on this podcast. I know you and I have just talked about. It. I was reading switching to DC the the Knights of Steel, and it's like the same concept, com, the same idea of this concept of this episode but for dc and it's like all the dc characters are in medieval times and mm. they're they're 
you know, what they would be like in these situations and stuff. So I was like, okay, this is going to be like Marvel's version of it. So in those elements of like, you know, we still have Scarlet Witch and she's the witch. And then like Nick Fury is like the advisor. And like, I thought that stuff was cool. Um, the whole like Tony Stark uh, being like, you make these, where do you get these words? They're such fun words. Give me another one. And she's like flux capacitor, which is like a back to the future reference. Yeah. Like I enjoyed that stuff. The fact that he just made some device that's going to undo it all. A little ridiculous to me. Mm. Oh, oh, okay, okay. It's coming back to me now. I do I do kind of remember this, yeah. Because wasn't... They were fighting Thor, right? Yes. So they're fighting Thor. Uh, they're kind of fighting Loki. And they're fighting and Happy Scarlet Hogan. Witch was there. Scarlet Witch is really being a double agent with Nick Fury being a double agent. Right, Nick Fury was there. Yeah. Okay, I kind of remember this episode. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It was cool to see a Captain America and a Captain Britain full versions interact with each other. Like both of these right, characters have Steve theirs. was kind of like a Robin Hood kind of character, right? right? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay, okay, okay. And now I'm, now it's coming back. To and me. all the guards also had the Ant Man stuff, so like the guards were like had the ability to go small and shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, because um, Scott Lang was right. in this one. Or Paul Rudd voiced. Yeah, he was the best part of this episode, I'd say. Um, okay, now, yeah, okay, this one's coming back to me now. All right. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I guess I can't say much on it because I didn't even fucking remember it that well. I feel like you got to rate this one low. Yeah. I'm going to go three. The Hella episode, I just gave you beat for beat what happened. Yeah. But this episode, I barely remember it. So I got to. I guess I got to go like two. All right, I'm going three. It got an eight though, eight out of ten Man, on I get IMDb. It. It's one of the top rated episodes. Is this one and the Hella episode are the two highest rated? They both got eights. I thought the concept was cool. I just didn't think they delivered it. I think sixteen oh two is too far to go back. Either you go. I mean, it is funny way with fucking it, back with the opening with Loki doing. Was he doing Shakespeare? Yeah, that's a funny like. Little... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, last episode. It also makes sense because they would have been there. Like, they would have been alive. Yeah, true. It's true. Right? How old are they? Oh, thousands of years old. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so. still young, you know? All right. So, episode nine is What If Strange Supreme Intervened? So, this was the big uh, come together. Finale. This was the big finale, the big climax of everything tying in to one another. What did you, th- what did you, what did you think? It's a fun episode. I don't know how much sense it made with the power sets of the weapons. Yeah. I get that. Uh, and it was a lot going on. So I actually did watch a breakdown video to try to get an idea of, like, who are all the characters that are shown? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a lot of repeating characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I liked that Captain Carter got to share the spotlight with, uh, what's the what's the name of the character? Kahori. Kahori. Uh, it was cool. They're both Kahori's. She doesn't need any upgrades. Like, she's holding yeah, her she's own just in this like, fight. Sh- I'm uh, zipping, I'm zapping, and I'm punching you in the fucking face with this power. Yeah. Yeah. And why is see this I think this was the episode where I'm like, why why did they pick Peggy to be this character? To do this yeah. position. Like, why is Peggy in this role? You know what I mean? Like, ah. I mean, who would you have rallied? I don't know, man. If you're gonna get a repeat character from season one. Who were the main characters in season one? So we had Peggy. So Carter. I'll tell you the one I think could have worked. Was okay. T'Challa Star Lord. Facts. That one. 
That that one, that's the one I would have wanted. They had uh, Killmonger, the yeah, one that works like, with Stark and stuff. And so and we see him in this one too. Yeah, true. Um, we had Party Thor, uh, Gamora. Uh, is that it? Hella was in it again. No, I'm saying, but from season oh, one from finale. Season one. So for who, what character from season one would you have wanted to be the like one that repeats for the big story in season two, like like Carter? Mm. Okay, let's see. What was the team again? So it was. Let's see. Let's see. Hang on. So like you said, T'Challa, Star Lord, Peggy Carter, um, Black Widow was in there. That's right. Black Widow was there too. The Gamora, the Strange. Doctor Strange, Killmonger. I mean, I guess Peggy was a good of choice of any. I guess it would have been really. I think I would be more interested in T'Challa, but yeah. Well, fortunately, it feels in bad taste. It does. I agree. I don't disagree with you. Can't voice him anymore. It made sense that they went with T'Chaka for the one episode. I was like, okay, yeah, I get why. I get why you guys. Did that honestly? If anything, if Strange wasn't the villain, I'd want to see Strange in this role. But he was the fucking villain, so right. I guess we couldn't do that. Um, other than that, yeah, yeah, definitely not Black Widow. Maybe Gamora. Maybe, but I get understand why they didn't do it. Yeah, I think this ep- this episode's fine. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's got a lot of cool fighting. A lot of you know. Recalls, right? We saw the zombies again. Yeah. We got to see Hella control the zombies. I was cool. True. Um, True. We got to see, like, a Hulk with Asgardian armor and stuff and weapons. And I think has the, uh, the what's the name of the sword? The, they said the name of the sword in one of the episodes. Um, I don't know. What sword are you talking about? Hulk had it. Hulk had a sword? Yeah. What was he doing with the sword? Well, he wasn't doing much. He was going up and down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what uh, what episode was it that had the sword? Thor had it in the episode previously to it. Oh, and the man. sword. I'm going to Google it. You keep talking while I Google what the name of the sword was. All right. Well, yeah. Um, this episode was fine, I think. IMDb, you got a 7.6. Out of ten, it's the so it's the third highest rated episode, with the Avengers one and the Hella one tied at eight, and then the Kahori one at seven point seven, and then this got a seven point six. So the last four episodes were the highest rated of the group of the season. But yeah, I mean, I thought this Doctor Strange. I think I just don't love that they went back to that story of him. Trying to get, um, you know, his woman back. So it's called All Father. Uh, okay, interesting. Uh, I felt that way, and then I watched a little bit of a review, and it made me feel better. I I think the idea that so what they were going for, but I don't know if the episode could evade it well enough, is that one of the demons are mystical magical creatures that he absorbed in was a demon of grief 
So that mixed with him being in solitude, watching, you know, the uh, Vision Ultron and the the Killmonger with the Infinity Stones fight, and he's just sitting there with his grief and fighting the demon that's literally inside him. Grief mm. is what took him over, and then that's him. That's who he's fighting as he's falling at the end. That oh, makes me feel better about the story. That does make me feel better about the story. Then I just feel like they didn't convey it well enough. Nah, they didn't. They definitely didn't. And I guess his his plan was what? Just uh, collect all these super powerful beings and then like suck the power out of them? So yeah, he can so recreate like his world that he destroyed? The power from these beings, or this the universe. machine he made, he would have allowed him to recreate his universe, which he ultimately was able to do by using himself. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you get the end of like the irony, like, oh, he did it, but he's not allowed to be a part of it. Yeah. Which is kind of like a cool little circle, right? Like he destroyed the universe and brought the universe back. Right. But now he's no longer. Yeah, because the yeah. Watcher did say that at the end. And now Peggy's with the Watcher, I guess? Just going for a little stroll. See all the universes. That's interesting. Which was a cool scene because you notice what we saw, right? No. What do we see? She shows uh, her little Loki tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering that. I was like, is this the Loki tree? Yeah. It's got to be the Loki tree, the right? The Loki tree. So that was cool. So season three, if they throw a Loki in there, that'd be cool. That like, would be cool. If they interact with him on the throne that he yeah, has, holding all the timelines together. That would be cool. That would be cool. All right. Well, you didn't rate this episode. What do you rate it? Uh, 3.25. All right, bad. So overall, not bad. Some episodes better than others. Um, I think I think it's one of those things where like, depending on who you are, depends on like what you'll like. I think there's something right. in there to like for everybody, or something in there for everybody to like. There's definitely gonna be some misses, but hopefully some hits. But overall, yeah, I mean, I like you said, I enjoyed this season just as much as I enjoyed the first one. We already know we're getting a season three. Did you see a little bit of the teaser trailer for season three? No, I kind of avoid trailers now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess for this podcast, I should have watched it. Yeah, you probably should have. It doesn't give away much. It's. I thought they had like a huge scene from season three. It is. It is a full scene. It's not just a trailer, but it's Red Guardian and Bucky, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And they're like in a car chase scene. And the Red Guardian's like, hey, bro, cool it with the killing stuff. And Bucky's like, I gotta kill these cops, man. They're trying to stop us. And he's like, "Roll, buddy. Like, I'm better. I'm, I'm better than that. Don't you worry about it." Uh, so yeah, it's very interesting. I have no idea what that episode. Like, I think that's the thing about this is, like, from watching it, you you will not be able to tell what that episode is about. <laughs> like, no fucking idea. It clearly involves Bucky and the Red Guardian. So maybe it's something along the lines of like, if the Red Guardian broke Bucky out of Hydra or some shit. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, like, it could be anything. Is it, is it Winter Soldier-looking Bucky, or is it Bucky-looking Bucky? It's Bucky-looking Bucky. Like, he clearly had some Winter Soldier programming in him, but he's just trying to be a regular dude. Okay. Yeah. But also, he still kills somebody. Like, at one point, they're driving, and a cop is on the other side of him, and he just punches his arm through the door and just, like, rips the steering wheel off. <sighs> so that's, you know, that's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, man. How long we got? How long we've been talking? Probably too long, right? We're at hour 26. All right, that's about time to wrap it up. Yep. 
Alright guys, you can reach us at Close Calls Potty. You do it on Gmail, yep. Facebook, yep. TikTok, yep. Instagram, yep. X. Yep. Not I Twitter. Right yeah. X, time. yeah. That was the first time I got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know uh, if you enjoyed the What If series. Let us know uh, how much you spend on your barber. You tip them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, let us know if you're excited for a season three, if you want more animated MCU things, or if you want more just live action shows, or true, true, if there's true. any of these what if things you'd like to see in the live action form, let's, let's know. We'd love to hear about it. True. But hey, thanks for listening, guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.